Welcome to God's Lemonade Stand. We are so happy that you tuned in today. I'm Isaac, and together with David, we will be your hosts for today's podcast. I always love starting off with some good worship music. So let's turn it over to the Spring Meadows praise team to worship together. That's a great idea. Let me be filled with kindness and compassion for the one, the one for whom you love and gave your son for humanity. Thank you, Spring Meadows Worship Team. As many of you know, the topics of our previous podcasts have centered around the theme of relationships. Yes, we spoke about our relationships with God, our relationships with our significant other, relationships with family, and our relationship with our friends. That's right. And we encourage you to go listen to these podcasts if you haven't already. Today's podcast, however, we will begin a new theme of outreach. In this podcast, we will specifically look at building a foundation for outreach. I am so excited to get started with this topic. So let's begin with the Q&A session and then hear a worship thought from Roel. Yes, I'm looking forward to it as well. Let's stay tuned and enjoy from the next segments. But first, let's begin with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we pray that everyone is blessed by this podcast, by the worship thought that Roel will give to us today. Um... Please bless his words. Let the Holy Spirit speak through him. And just thank you for everything that you give us every day. In your name I pray, amen. Thank you everybody for joining us. Here we have Pastor Otadi with us here today. So I'm glad to be here with you. Thank you. Yes. So with our topic of uh, trying to build a foundation for outreach, we know that we have some young people in the church who who they might want to go on a mission trip. To tell you the truth, we have 
how many, two, three hundred young people here in this church? Yes. And I'm sure that many of them wants to go to a mission trip. Yes. Of course. Of course. Well, you know, with going that, there's, it's a very big deal. It's, yes. it's a very big event. Yes. And some people don't know if they'll... That will change their lives. Yeah? Yes. So um, maybe some of us are just wondering how, uh, kind of like the logistics, how if we're worried about being able to afford it and stuff? Well, the first thing that uh, whoever wants to go to a mission trip, um, uh, number one, you have to decide where do you want to go. Next year, our church is going to Africa. I hear it. I heard it uh, this last week. They wanted to go to Africa, and they go for a week. And um, uh, money, that's not the problem. The first thing that you have to decide is if you want to go. If you want to go, you just put your name. Uh, I think Pia Soul have the list of those who are going. Just uh, register, and by if you want to go, the Lord will provide the money. How do I know that? Well, uh, I am an, a product of uh, Adventist Christian education without money. I oh, went wow. through college, and... I, my parents didn't have the money to pay for college. I went to Anders University, and they owe me $50 after I finished my master's. Amen. And then uh, I finished my doctorate without owing any money. So money is not the problem, never the problem. Because if you have the will, the Lord will provide the way. Because you are working for Him. This mission trips is just, uh, it will change your life. Amen. I was a missionary for five years in Central America. We went from, uh, we were in Costa Rica first. We, I have all seven countries and uh, we stayed there for five years. And then when we came back to the States in 1980, we, we um, went to again through nine different uh, mission trips. <clears throat> oh, wow. And so it changes your life because when you go uh, uh, you go to a different places where they have no food or they have no clothes or they don't have a place to stay i tell you when you come back to the states you say hey i, I want to get rid of some stuff that i have here i have too many things of it course. changes your life because you you you, you become uh, a jesus missionary you you, you become a uh, it would be a blessing to you if you decide first thing that you have to do is hey uh, does the Lord want you to go? Uh, do you have that time to go? Uh, the money is not the problem. So number one, you register. Register yours, uh, with PSOL. Uh, and uh, and then the second thing is the money will come. Uh, how you will save some money? You will ask some people to help you to sponsor you, and the money will come in. And the third, uh, PSO and the group of uh, uh, mission trips, uh, they will train you and they will help you so that you can be ready for a mission trip. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. So what about what about? So we talked about the logistics, mm -hmm. but what about trying to spiritually prepare yourself so that because when you're on a mission trip, you're trying to bring God to other people. Right. So how would you prepare yourself spiritually so that you'd be able to? Well, you spend a little time with Jesus every day. You, you, are, you, you love Jesus. I mean, you spend a little time with Jesus every day. You spend time with the book of John, uh, just getting in love with Jesus every day. And when you go over there, I tell you, the circumstances will bring you closer to the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Because you will see people who have nothing, 
who have nothing and they have a tremendous relationship with Jesus and they will bring you, if you are not ready, they will bring you close to, to Jesus. They will help you to come closer to the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, it's just like when we were in Nicaragua, we went with a group of uh, people, about 25, 30, when I was in Houston. And I saw those people, they were the kids, they were playing with, so, they were playing soccer. With what? With a ball of newspaper. Oh, and wow. I told them, I told the, the group of uh, missionaries that were coming here from the States, I said, can you see those kids? They are playing with a, with a soccer ball made of newspaper and on the dirt without any shoes. Oh, and they were having a blast. Can you believe that? Oh, so I if can't. they have nothing and uh, they are happy, what about you? They have so much. I tell you, you become very humble just right on the spot when you are confronted with these kind of situations and the people will love you. And that's another thing. People will hug you. People will love you. People, And you will say, hey, you have never been loved like this before. <laughs> it becomes a blessing. So oh, wow. your spiritual experience will grow as you spend time with the people there. Well, thank you so much. Those were helpful tips. So <laughs> if any of you guys are thinking about going on a mission trip, do it. Uh, you don't have to worry about the money because God will provide. Yeah, yes. And spiritually, they will help you out spiritually. And 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 you'll just be able to grow in your relationship with Christ. You, when you come back here at this stage, you are changed. Of course. You are changed. Yeah. Because that is what happened with Mission Church. This is why this church is different than all the other churches. Because we have, probably we have done over 100 mission trips in this church. Oh, wow. Uh, about 100 Praise mission trips, probably more than that. This is why the people are loving, accepting, forgiving, and they are not condemning. They don't po point fingers. Why? Because when you go to the mission uh, field and you see people in need, uh, they, they become a They change you. I mean, the Lord Jesus changed you through them. So that's going to be a mighty, that's going to be a, a wonderful experience if you go. How do I know that? Because I've been there. Of I have seen it. I have experienced it. I have touched it. I have seen it. I, have, I, have, I, I, I saw it, what the Lord Jesus can do. And the same thing, when you come back here to the States, you become a blessing. This is what we are trying to be, a blessing to my family, a blessing to the neighbors. Why? Ah, because of what Jesus has done in you Amen. through mission trips and through helping people and through being a blessing to others. So, hey, I encourage you, hey, do it, do it for, uh, and it's, it's going to be a tremendous blessing for you. Well, there you have it, guys. Thank you so much for, <laughs> thank you so much, Pastor Frank, for joining us today. Thank you today. for being, uh, thank you for giving me the privilege to talk to these precious young people that we have in this church. Thank God bless you. God bless you. Okay, bye. We hope that you enjoyed that Q&A session. Now let's take it to Roel for our worship thought. All right, so my name is Roel Moringlane. I'm one of the elders here at Spring Meadows. And I just wanted to share a quick thought with you regarding ministry. And so I want to start with asking you a question. All right, so um, the question I want to ask you, it's not my intention to be irreverent, but I want to ask you this question. What if Jesus was on Instagram? What if he had an account and you were friends with him and you followed him? And don't, I'm not taking this in the wrong direction. Just, just bear with me here. And what if you saw Jesus posting pictures of himself in the most exotic places with all of your friends? 
going to places that you've always dreamed about going to, doing things that you've always wanted to do, and everybody is there except for you. And he's doing bungee jumping, he's doing skydiving, all these pictures that, of course, would make you extremely jealous. And he's supposed to be your best friend. How would this make you feel? So, of course, you'd feel upset, you'd feel hurt, you'd feel jealous. And in fact, we even have a term for it today, right? We have a cute little acronym, FOMO, or fear of missing out. So what exactly is FOMO? Well, it's this feeling that you get when you see that other people are doing things that you wish you could do or being at places with the friends or buying things that you wish you had. It's this feeling that you get, this terrible feeling inside when you feel like you're missing out on something. And so I want to go over two reasons why I know for sure Jesus would never do this. Jesus would never intentionally try to create FOMO in anyone. Well, first of all, in the Bible, we read that Jesus would go to towns and villages and heal absolutely everyone that was sick in that town. The Bible tells us in a couple different places in Matthew that he would not leave until everyone was healed. So you can just imagine if there was hundreds of people there waiting for Jesus and, and waiting to be healed, as he went through two or 300 people, you can imagine the last 10, he wouldn't say, hey, sorry, guys, it's, it's time to wrap up for the night. I got to take off. Sorry. And, and they, would, they would have that feeling. Those last 10 people would have that feeling of FOMO. But Jesus didn't do that. He, he was there and he healed absolutely everyone. And then he took off. That's the first reason. The second reason I know Jesus doesn't like to create FOMO in others is because he has intentionally involved us in the greatest activity in all the universe. And I'm going to go over that with you now with this uh, quote from Steps to Christ. Steps to Christ, page 79. And if uh, you have not read this book, I recommend reading Steps to Christ. In fact, I recommend reading it once a year at least. Um, so notice this quotation here from Ellen White. She says, this was the purpose of God in giving us a part to act in the plan of redemption. He has granted men the privilege of becoming partakers of the divine nature and in their turn of diffusing blessings to their fellow men. Okay, so this is a privilege for us to be able to bless other people. Notice what she says here. This is the highest honor, the greatest joy that is possible for God to bestow upon men. Okay, so the greatest joy that God could give us and the highest honor is to involve us in blessing other people. So she continues here uh, within that same quote. She says, notice this, God might have committed the message of the gospel and all the work of loving ministry to the heavenly angels. So she says here that, God could have just allowed the angels to do all the work, basically, and left us out of ministry, okay? Uh, she says he might have employed other means for accomplishing his purpose. You know, and God does this in certain places where uh, men are not there or uh, missionaries are not available. God will speak to people through dreams. He'll send angels to come and talk to them. So he doesn't need humans to be involved in ministry. He could have done it on his own. 
but he allowed us to be a part of it because he knows this is the greatest experience that we can experience on this earth, is allowing us to be involved. So she continues here. He says, but in his infinite love, he chose to make us co-workers with himself, with Christ and the angels, that we might share the blessing, the joy, the spiritual uplifting, which results from this unselfish ministry. So she tells us here that God could have done it all himself, but he allowed us to be involved. He allowed us to be a part of it, not for his sake, but for our sake, he allowed it. So I just want you guys to to realize this. Uh, Jesus does not want you missing out on anything. He wants us to be involved in ministry. He wants us to be involved in the greatest things that this earth has to offer. So I want to ask you that um, is something missing in your life? Do you feel like you're missing out on something? Um, If you are, get more actively involved in soul winning. Go out and try to do things uh, in ministry. Try to do things to help others. And you will sense one of the greatest joys that you can experience on this earth. And so um, as we know that in the last days, God's people are going to be involved in amazing ministry. We're, we're told that there's miracles are going to be wrought. The sick are going to be healed. Signs and wonders are going to follow the believers. That's going to be an amazing time. And God wants us not to miss out on that. He wants us to be a part of that. So I want to make sure that no one here, no one misses out on this amazing opportunity. If there's a fear of missing out on certain events here on this earth or certain things that you see your friends doing, be sure that this will be the greatest FOMO in history if we miss out on this opportunity to be involved in, in witnessing and winning souls to Christ before he comes that second time. So that's what I want to challenge you with is to get involved and be active in ministry and soul winning. Find out where you can help out. All right. God bless you guys. Thank you so much, Royal, for sharing that great worship thought with us. Yes, I love the modern twist he included and just showing us how how to begin outreach. Well, I guess that concludes our podcast for today. Uh, if you want to contact us, you can contact us at podcast at springmeadows.org. And if you want to know a little bit about who we are, you can go to springmeadows.org. Until next time. Bye. Yes, Jesus loves me.